This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What up, Clock Dodgers? It's your boy, Neil. You are listening to the Kanye West edition of the Clock Dodgers podcast. This episode is really cool. I wanted to kind of, you know, I wanted to give it a slight introduction before I just dropped the conversation for a couple of reasons. One, Kanye West is everywhere right now. Politically, you see his conversations. Pop culture-wise, his wife is a Kardashian. Of course you hear about him. Musically, hip-hop, he just dropped an album. He's obviously a centerpiece in hip-hop, a staple in hip-hop, so you know who he is. And four, he recently opened up a discussion about mental health. Here, here is the, the preface to this conversation. I had this conversation with Adrian, a uh, member of the grassroots community that Aaron and Brandon have built. You guys are familiar with them if you've been listening to the podcast. I've had them both on the show, great people, um, building some really cool stuff over there. So before we did the before we had the conversation, we're like, let's talk about hip-hop, let's talk about Kanye West, let's talk about Drake, um, Pusha T, Takashi 69 all that kind of stuff. Once the conversation got going, I realized... Let's give Kanye his own episode. So I split the, ep- the conversation in two. This episode, all about Kanye. Next episode, about Drake, Pusha, Takashi, Instagram, all that kind of stuff, right? So you're asking why split the conversation, right? That's not typical of the clock dodge away. Typically, I get my one conversation per episode. <laughs> this is true. Here's my logic behind splitting the episode. It had nothing to do with length of the conversation. You guys know we've had some super long episodes, so that's not about it. Um, the reason I split it in two was because there's so many layers, as I, as I just mentioned, to Kanye, and there's so much to his situation that I feel like we can learn something from or take something from or make it a case study, however you want to look at it, right? with the political standpoints, with the pop culture factor, with the mental health issue, and then just, of course, musically and culturally, um, there's a lot going on there. And in our society, we have the, um, you know, we, ha- we have this tendency to, you know, to take, take this, new, this new piece of news, consume it, trash it, consume it, trash it, consume it, trash it. That's just how we move. That's the way society and information moves today. Um, I feel like sometimes situations like Kanye remind us to, to take a second, right? Breathe, digest what's happening, and then, um, you know, and then speak on it. Um, I wanted to speak on the Kanye thing for a while. I just never stepped into it because I knew Kanye would keep giving us something else. And so I didn't want to keep vi- revisiting it. Okay. If that makes sense. So here is the con the Kanye conversation. I appreciate Adrian for having it with me. Again, this is a two-part series, so the next episode, again, will be a con- my conversation with Adrian, just continued into the other non-Kanye topics, and even Kanye finds his way a little bit into that conversation, and that's just how it is with Kanye, right? That's just, that's what he does, so um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you again. If you're if this is the first time listening for you, I super appreciate you. I really do. If this is a long time listening for you, and you're 100 episodes deep, 150 episodes deep, whatever it is. I really appreciate you too. Honestly, the coolest thing about this podcast, I just want to say this before I jump into the conversation, is that 
people come to this podcast for all kinds of reasons, right? We don't do a niche podcast, so there's no one topic that we stay on every single episode. One episode could be a neuroscientist, next episode could be a real estate agent, motivational piece, um, a culture piece, you know, obviously hip hop, whatever it is, sports, fancy, whatever, whatever it is. But yet, what's beautiful about it is whatever one of those things you came for, you stick around for the other stuff. And I think that's beautiful because it, it just shows the importance of what we're building and the connection that we have with each other, right? Because we're so much deeper than just that one niche. We're not just one. We're not just one thing. We, we tend to categorize people or, or put people in boxes. This guy is a fancy football expert. This person is a hip-hop expert. Yeah, you could be an expert in whatever you want to be in, but we like all this stuff. We, we just enjoy speaking to each other. We just enjoy connecting with each other and learning from each other. So that's what this podcast has been able to do. I've learned so much from the people that I've had on here as guests or from the people who, who listen and then contact me. If I was just doing one thing, I'd imagine that would be different. Um, not that it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing if you do it that way. It's just, you know, it's just different. I like what we've built here. So shout out to everybody. If this is your first episode you ever listened to, and this is the last episode you ever listened to, if this is the 150th episode you ever listened to, I love you all the same. I can't thank you enough for what you do. This has been, this is really fun. So let's keep doing this. Let's get into Kanye because the man's crazy, right? Uh, depends on who you ask. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot cope with him. Can't do it. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about We have so much to discuss and debate right now with the current state of hip hop and pop culture really as well. But where you know where we're gonna start is with Kanye West. I also want to talk about Drake, Pusha T, Takashi 69, social media culture. And, you know, the platform that has provided these artists so much that we got to get into, basically. And I felt, why not bring a new voice onto the show? One who has voiced his opinion recently on CloudDodgers.com and his article series, The Soapbox. Uh, really looking forward to this conversation uh, with Adrian. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing good, man. I appreciate you for joining me. Obviously, you know, we discussed off, off, you know, off the air here what we're going to talk about today. And, you know, some of these topics, some people don't want to go into them. Some people don't want to be real about it. But, you know, we're going to have a, you know, a good conversation here about a lot of the crazy stuff that are happening right now. And, you know, just in hip hop, you know, I guess you can consider it a pop culture at this point, the way it bleeds into everything. But um, it's going to be fun, man. You looking forward to this? <laughs> man, I've been talking about each and every one of these things, you know, off off air, you know, with you in the group chat, you know, with grassroots and just amongst friends. But each but everything has a layer to layers to it so let's just go and peel back this onion and see what what comes from it yeah of course sure. i think i think you and me may have a little difference of opinion but that's what the conversation's for so yeah absolutely yeah for those who don't know we met originally on the grassroots chat which is run by Aaron and, and, and Brandon, who have also both been on this podcast. They have their own podcast, the Grassroots Podcast. Um, so big shout out to everybody in the chat, Brandon, Aaron, everybody. Um, so 
let, let's start with Kanye, right? Um, there, there's so much to unpack here with Kanye West. Um, and I kept wanting to jump into this. I'm not going to lie. I kept wanting to jump into this conversation on the podcast. And every time he did something new, though. So I said, you know what? This is Kanye West. We're talking about, you know, he's not done yet. At this point, it seems like it's slowing down now that the album's out and everything. Um, so let's, but let's start at the beginning with it with the whole Trump talk and, and where he really took it to the next level with, with TMZ. Um, when he's on TMZ and he's trying to justify this whole um, reasoning for the whole, you know, Trump love, uh, he, you know, he also mentions slavery, how it was a choice or it seemed like a choice. And he lost a lot of people right then and there with this conversation that came out of TMZ. And you know, when I say he lost people, I don't mean he confused us. I mean, he literally lost supporters. Like, to, to this minute, there's people who, and I'm kind of one of them, who won't, you know, listen to the album at all. Or when they listen to his album, they're kind of looking at it with where they can't separate, you know, this, this, this public perception. But, you know, right now, after all that's kind of died down a little bit, what is your feelings right now on the whole Kanye West, Trump, TMZ situation? Because you did write about this also on the website. And so I'm just kind of curious what your feelings are right now on that situation. Like you said, it's a lot to unpack with that. So in a sense, think- in, in a sense of like, have you, you know, initially, were, were you were you angry? Were you confused? Are you still angry or confused? Or are you kind of, you know, through the album and what he said and through other conversations, what he said, are you more understanding of it? Where are you kind of out with it like that in that sense? That's why I wanted to take a take a deep breath because it's just so <laughs> much. And just knowing from my fandom of Kanye West in high school, I bought the college draft file, and literally for a month straight, each and every day, I played that CD to death, to the point it got scratches on it. <laughs> right. And so, uh, so Kanye, so I started connecting with Kanye as the every man. You know, he wasn't at that time. You know, you had Fifty, you had, you know, Beans, you had just like the street gutter people out there. You know, rhyming and whatnot, and then Kanye West comes out. And it's a breath of, breath of fresh air, excuse me. And he, you started connecting with him on every man level. Like, he looks like me. He sounds like me, you know. For the sneakerheads or the people that are in fashion, hey, he's, you know, I like his style. I like, you know, his influences. Because, right. you know, at that time it was like, oh, you listen to, to pop or rock or something like that. Of course, you know, everything is sampled. But it was like, this guy actually listened to it. And you're like, oh, I'm into that. So I think that's where Kanye West's initial fan base grew was I he looks like me, he sounds like me, I can vibe with him. Now with the whole Trump with the whole Trump situation, I was hurt, honestly. I'm not gonna lie about that. I was hurt. Because it was a because it came from a place of ignorance. Of what he was saying and what he was doing. Right. Even even to this day, he has not come out and gave and gave a full length apology to his fans. You've noticed that, right? Right, I have. Yep. And that says a lot about the man. 
because it's not about a left versus right when he said when he said those things. It was a place of ignorance and of deliberate hurting people. Now, you can say that was maybe his bipolar, you know, his manic uh, tendencies popping out, and we mm-hmm. can talk about that, you know, later in the conversation. But for a person who claims to, you know, to be this intellectual, to you know, have this higher knowledge and whatnot, and at times comes off as being better than you because of that, which puts you know people off. He just sounded like a complete asshole. Point blank, period. It, and when he tried to justify that by, you know, using the whole free thinking lot, you know, argument or excuse, you know, whichever way the listeners want to put it, mm-hmm. it just made that it just it just magnified of how dumb he sounded. And nobody, and the thing is, nobody in his circle pulled him back and said, "Look, you gotta apologize. I don't care if you if that's how you really feel, but you gotta apologize." We we saw the you know the tweets with with uh, John Legend, the conversation with Ti, and everything like that. But it was still nobody gave him that hard slap, you know. It would be like if you if you did something with if basically if you stole from the store, right? And your mom or dad found out, what what are you gonna to expect to happen? You expecting them to, you know, to, to lecture you and to and to ground you or to beat you or whatever the you know, the consequences are. And and that's that's been brought into question here with him is who does he have around him, right? As far as yeah. you know, who is that circle that 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 kind of guides him at this point you know this is a different kanye like you said from when we first knew kanye right yeah and it's a thing of he's in this bubble and we we can all know where that breaking where that shift happened and that was around the time that his mom passed away i consider his mom to be his rock his muse his cheerleader his everything once she passed away he and uh, i kind of go into this in the article he didn't go through the grieving process as you're supposed to he did what kanye west now does is just go off the rift now that was into the music but that could also been through substance abuse um because we don't he's kind of hinted at at certain things about cocaine and again, he it goes. He's he's mentioned that in, on the album. So, but I do feel like he did kind of go into substance abuse a little bit, mm-hmm. just to just to as a coping mechanism. But when your basics, basically your soul is taken away from you under those circumstances, you it's going to take you a while. You can best. Best uh, case scenario that I can relate it to is proof with Eminem. When proof passed away, M M had a hard time recovering, yeah. you know. And the one thing that that people said was pray for M, you know. 
be you know give M his space because Proof played so much to him. Proof was M's brother. Right. So he had to bounce back from he had to bounce back from that. But the difference between Kanye and Eminem was Eminem did the grieving process as painful as it was. I, he's come out better for it, you know. Right. He being, he, he he practically went silent, right? I mean, when that happened, um, he went he went silent. He he dealt with he dealt with his own uh, dependency issues and you know coping and whatnot. And the main thing was there was always people to pull M back. You know, whether it was Paul, whether it was Denine, um, you know, other people in his circle, there was always people to pull him back. His daughters, you right. know, there was always something to pull him back. I don't think there was I think people were trying to help him out during that during the time that he lost his his mom. But the wrong people start infiltrating his circle. And I think that's where you know the kardashian clan came <laughs> came in so and for you know there's been stories or rumors and innuendos that kim uh kanye's had a big crush on kim for like the longest time they were friends and one thing led to another and they're together i'm not into that whole gossip thing <laughs> to let the listeners dive into that but Kanye kind of made Kim what his mom was. Right. And that's emotional dependency. And if you're not careful with that, it's a very dangerous thing that can can destroy you. Right, absolutely. So let me so, so let, let me ask you ahead. this though. Let me ask you this. Right now, you know, you're kind of giving us a background on possi- you know, possibly why Kanye is doing what he's doing and you know giving kind of sort of a reasoning for it um are are you in the the camp that thinks you know we should we should give Kanye some more space or um listen a little more or try to f- try to make sense of it or are you more in the camp of like you know no matter how we slice this um what he's done is wrong um you know what 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 side are you on at this point at this point, what I did was to to get where I was. I sat and I watched that whole entire interview with Charlemagne, right? Mm. And for the first thirty minutes, for the first thirty minutes, I was with Kanye, right? I could see where he was coming from, and then he just jumped off the cliff, and then the TMZ stuff happened, you know. Sorry, the Candace Owens, then the TMZ stuff happened. Right. You know, all in such a short time span. Trust me, I'm not shooting him bail at all because what he did was completely stupid and wrong. He sounded like a person that went to that wanted to be an intellectual just because he went to, you know, a half a semester at college and thinks that he's better than everybody. <laughs> you know, he's claimed that he's never, that he doesn't read books. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not going to take what you're saying as gospel if you're not even educated on the facts. Right. Of what you're saying. So a part of me is right now is, am I done with Kanye? Pre- 
as a let's say this as a producer i will give kanye west all his respect right i mm -hmm. think we can all agree on That's that fair, yeah but as the person and as someone who's dealt with their own you know mental issues and everything it worries me about kanye and especially this man is not a is not 25 30 35 this man is 41 years old right people people need to realize that he is 41 years old and he's acting like at times a 16 year old mm -hmm. and that's very troubling that's very troubling and we don't know exactly he's admitted that he's that he's been diagnosed with bipolar and i'm going to put that as quotation marks and we can discuss on why i did that but how he's trying to spin it is very dangerous on top of coming out and saying i ride with trump you know i support trump well if you support trump why do you support trump oh uh, blah, say blah. He can't give, you know, he can't give a reason why, you know. He just says, oh, if Trump can be president, I can be it, you know. <laughs> That's basically what his argument was. If Trump can be president, so can so I. Can and I, yeah. and he, even though he says, I don't agree with everything, I still ride with Trump. No. And what Trump stands for, what his administration has has done and is continuously doing there is a right and a wrong. We're not saying Republican or Democrat Democrat, or independent. We're just saying a right and a wrong. And with you saying I ride for Trump, that's a wrong. That's a wrong. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. And it, I don't know, man. It, it does seem like through the different interviews, through the music itself, through, you know, everything that we're seeing. I mean, it doesn't it seems like he's kind of everywhere, man. Like. Like 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 you said, I don't know if it's a if it's an idea of trying to sound smarter than other people. I don't know if it's you know trying to um, you know act like you're in this enlightened space. Um, I don't I don't know what it is, but it seems like he's all. It doesn't seem like he's kind of scattered, man. Like with the things that he says, it's like one second is this, the next second is that, and and like you said, maybe this is why you you know you said the quote unquote bipolar. Um, but it just seems like. I don't know, man. We, I know we haven't even gotten to the album, but like even the album felt that way for me. And I know he says, you know, this has been a you know a whole new album from what he originally had planned, and it switched all up last minute. And I don't know if that's part of the reason, but it seems like he's kind of scattered right now. He is scattered. He is scattered as and come and Kanye West is. We should really mark this moment because this is actually a great character study, you know, for our generation. You know, we can look at it compare or compare to Michael Jackson and all that he went through. Right. You know, and how many and when you go into the backstory up to the time of his death of just how complicated that man was. Kanye West is in a similar case of you can put it as mental health or just not giving a fuck. Yep. You know. And when I say the bipolar, quote, unquote, I say that and I'm saying this as being respectful to all those who are who've dealt with mental health issues, who've dealt with bipolar issues and whatnot. We don't know what their struggle is. 
we don't know what their symptoms are. We don't know what their bowels are. And I'm not going to be one to to throw somebody underneath the bus or talk down about talk bad about them because I don't know what you're going through. I've never walked in your shoes, you know. Mm-hmm. But a part of me honestly feels that does Kanye have some type of me- mental health uh, issue? Or problem, yes, but is it bipolar? Because he says it's a su- it's not a his superpower. weakness. It's yeah. his it's his superpower. Interesting way to to put it, right? Yes, and that's why I said it comes off as you know we hear so many times of entertainers being exhausted. Excuse me, you know, suffering from exhaustion and whatnot. But it's just really that they've been partying too hard. Right, right. Is this Kanye West spinning his spinning his own demons and his own battles? And you know, real and instead of saying this is what I'm going through, this is kind of why I'm acting the way that I am, please understand. Instead of being a rash instead of being rational with that, you know, saying if you are bipolar, cool. Or is this basically Kanye saying, I'm doing whatever I want, okay? The his media team is saying, All right, let's switch let's if this is how Kanye West wants to be, fine. We'll say that he's bipolar. Right. And right. once you and once you put put a label to that, you can either get the positive connotations or the negative connotations and i think they're trying to take the you know try and change the narrative on kanye west and with the pr team that the kardashians have at their at their you know beck and call it wouldn't be that hard for them so that's why i said he is a very complicated man right so so let me make sure i i got this clearly so you you're saying that he could be bipolar. There could be some kind of mental um, health issue there. But you also are not taken out of the equation, the possibility of it being um, a tool that they're using to just kind of excuse his actions in, in a way or um, to kind of um, make sense of what how he's acted. Yes. Okay. That's that's the that's the best way to that's the best way to put it. It. Because we've seen it, we've seen it playing time. We've seen playing time with different, you know, with people. And it's funny that we're willing to to shoot people bail when yeah. we like them yeah. and their music or what or what they've done, instead of just saying, you know, what you're doing is fucked up and you need to be held accountable. You know, per- perfect case in, in point, R. Kelly. Yep. For years. <laughs> years. I don't have to go into that. I just say R. Kelly. You you know everything that's that's there. Yep. How how long how long did that did the industry shoot that shoot this man bail? Forever, lifetime, forever, <laughs> forever. But no one wanted to hold him accountable until the time that he got caught on that videotape with that underage girl. Yep. And you would think, I got. You would think that R. Kelly would say. I got away with that, you know. Let me change up. Let me go full gospel and whatnot. He did that for a minute, but then he just said, "Screw it! I'm going back to being 
the R and being more sexual, more graphic yeah. and everything. So when we talk about Kanye West, are we willing to shoot him that much bail just because he makes good music? Or are we going to hold him to accountable for the things that he says? Yeah, because if I because if I said if I said half of the stuff that he said, ain't nobody shooting you, Bell. <laughs> hey, no one's shooting shooting me, Bell. You know, if you said half of things Kanye West said, would ain't you nobody, have a podcast? Ain't nobody shooting me, Bell. Ain't, ain't no one shooting you, Bell. It's it's a, it's a luxury of it, and, you know. And that, that that's also um uh, I think who who was he talking to when he said that sway? Who who? Uh, no, who was it that was interviewing him when he said that? Big boy, right? Yeah. Big so boy. I've and yeah, and said I, it other I've tried to keep. I try to watch the new interviews, but I feel like a lot of those people that are interviewing him aren't really grilling him. Yeah, but I, I did think it was interesting because when he said it, um, a big boy said something to the effect of, um, "Don't you think that we all are kind of dealing with something like that?" You know what I mean? And I didn't know if he was trying to, you know, be understanding of the fact or just saying like. I didn't know if it was a sly way to say, you know, we all kind of deal with something like that doesn't really excuse it type of thing. You know what I mean? He didn't say that, but I was like, if we're all dealing with something, we don't all act like that. You know what I mean? So that's kind of a way. I mean, but I think it's important that, you know, and that's why, like I said, I didn't jump into the Kanye discussion right away was I feel like we do need to slow down the digestion um, of you know, and it's hard today because in our society, you know, we call it the microwave culture and all these things where, you know, things are in and out. We get information so fast that we're just quick to to push along. Even when tragedy happens in this country, um, we're upset for a few days and then it's kind of like, all right, what, what's next? You know what I mean? And so even with people, um, when they act a certain way, rather than maybe, you know, make a decision so fast when music comes out, we, we're, we're, we're rating the album as soon as it drops. Um, in sports, when someone, you know, a team does a draft, we're, we're saying how good or bad it was instantly. Um, maybe slowing down the digestion and, and how we react, you know, the, the, the pace that we react at maybe will be beneficial here, don't you think? I I totally agree with that. And that's why, you know, a lot of people, you know, between Twitter and talking to my friends, I really wanted to hear what both sides were saying and to and then say okay that's what they're saying then i can make my own opinion separate from that mm -hmm. you know of just saying i don't want to go with the crowd you know because once when kanye said what he said on tmz it was a full length there's a full length blitz on him yeah right and then and i but but i stepped back and I watched that. I watched it a couple of times. You know, what he was saying or what he was trying to say was, you know, we're, you know, we're slaves to different things. You know, culture. You know, work, entertainment. We're slaves to different things. You know, and if we don't get our, if we don't change our mindset, you're always going to be that way. Right. I think that's what he was trying to say, you know. But when you come out and you say slavery was a choice and you don't put any context behind it or around it, bruh, no, you You're playing are, with dangerous waters. You're playing with dangerous <laughs> waters. And what, Van, and what Van did, you know, was was noble. Yeah, for it, sure. It was it was noble 
on his part. Trust me. Let's let's see let's see if Kanye had that same energy if he was in academia, right? Mm. Amongst all them college kids or whatnot who've actually paid their money to go to college, who've actually done the research or whatnot, and he says that. Oh, it may be oh it's gonna be a riot at some point. <laughs> yeah, he knew the kind of like, the crowd he was around when he when he said it. Um and, and again, you know, we're we we've only discussed, you know, the whole Trump TMZ kind of, you know, kind of going around all these different things, but you got a, a bunch of situations that have, have arisen um between that and the album release. You have um, you know, the article that you recently um posted on Cloud Dodgers with the whole Donda's house rhyme fest situation um which again you know i i you know i say it's on cloud doctor so people go and see it if they haven't been following along um to kind of see how you broke it down you know what exactly is happening um so if, if you're listening now and you're not aware of any of it go there now and just kind of read what we're talking about um because i don't i don't want to go into the whole thing but um it again kind of brings up the point you know you were mentioning with kim kardashian their pr team you know she kind of jumped into this which you know it, it i don't know you know you kind of said maybe it wasn't her right maybe it was him on her account but i i think and the reason and the reason why i say that and to and put to another caveat to you know to the whole is this the pr team spinning and trying to change the narrative yeah a couple weeks ago Kim Kardashian was on Twitter slamming, you know, basically coming into Kanye's defense saying, oh, he's not suffering from, you know, mental health. And what you're doing is nasty and disgusting, you know, when Kanye's always been this way. But now the bipolar narrative comes up and we're supposed to embrace it. So that's why I said the messaging is all over the place. So even when we're talking about it, we're all over the place because it's so much. It's like what is real and what is not now come going to the donda's house controversy or mystery as i like to call it if you look at kim if you look at kim kardashian's twitter and how she talks kim does not talk how she, she was tweeting to ron fest like very very rantish and like uh aggressive a little bit you know like it just wasn't her style right <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't her style and it sounded like more like like there was a whole lot of tea. Yeah. And that's why I, and that's why I wanted to go and and we're going to talk about it, but that all came out from the from Pusha T and Drake. Yep. You know, so random. So it was, <laughs> it, it, we're going you know, we're going to touch on it, but it was like that was like a side story that hasn't gotten a lot of you know, attention out there and we're going to and you know, go read the article on clock dodgers about all what's going on but when that whole rant just came out came out nowhere oh that was kanye all i believe i believe this to this day that was all kanye under kim's uh, account interesting you know that's an interesting thing has anyone else mentioned that i think i think i think joe biden has mentioned that okay and i think a couple other people on twitter but you know and the reason why I say that is, it's fu- it would be funny of how Kim would be going on Rhyme Fest. However, Kim is doing, you know, visiting with Trump, you know, talking about yeah. jail reform. Crazy, but she's, you know, which is which is funny. But when you go into her story, she's trying to get a 
and I don't have the name in front of me. You know, you can Google search it, but it's because of this, I want to say this grandma who was selling drugs because she was in a tough uh, financial situation and she got caught and it, but it wasn't for a, for a, you know, a huge amount. She wasn't like a drug kingpin or something. And that's why I said, I want, you know, Google search, you know, Google search it look at it but it would be the pot calling the kelp black in that situation right you know of how are you going to how are you going to go against rhyme fest when if rhyme fest part of the story is true he's been trying to talk to kanye for for months on end trying to find out what's going on and you come out and try to tear this man down who's been in chicago you know, instead of just talking, doing, putting his, you know, out there from the ground floor, you know, trying to help these kids of Chicago, you know, make their lives better. And what has Kanye, technically, what has he done? Right. You know, we don't hear from Kanye unless it's about an album, a shoe, a clothing line that is overly priced and looks like nothing. Which is typically all we hear from Kim Kardashian too. <laughs> exactly, Kardashian and lipstick and, um, and and just so you just so people listen, it's Alice Marie Johnson, um, that you're referring to, uh, for yes. the woman that she's trying to get uh, you know, pardoned or whatever it is exactly. But, um, yeah, man, it's crazy with the whole Donda House thing. And you know, for people who don't know, who are just again, if you haven't checked the article out, um, it's about um, Kanye West's mom's. Um, it's kind of like a it's like a charity, a youth kind of thing. Um, yeah. That, so the, so you know. so the basically the sum of it is that this was a charity um, named after Kanye West, after Kanye West's mom, because both Rhymefest and Kanye, Rhymefest met Kanye through through his mom, and that's how their relationship started up. Right. And this and was founded in 2011. And Kanye Rhymefest and Rhymefest's um, wife, who's actually a Chicago uh, educator, Donnie Smith, found founded this, the foundation, and you know everything seemed to be going good. And out of nowhere, Rhymefest set basically subtweets Drake and says, "Hey, Drake, after you know you're done with that, please help us, help us," which goes back to Kanye and his comments because let's think about it for 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 a moment if Donda's house which everyone knows is Donda's Donda West Kanye West's mom if they've had supporters and donations and all this come come through and Kanye West comes out and says some Tom fucking foolery <laughs> you don't think that's going to affect that foundation in some way of course yeah for sure you know and again we don't know and money is involved and when money's involved it's a very tricky situation it's a very dicey situation especially when it comes to friendships and you know long time you know relationships and whatnot and i like how you broke it down to a little conspiracy theory man on the article so um i definitely think people should check it out obviously we just hope that it all gets worked out you know just for the youth of chicago and and everything like that but um it's a, it's, and a, yeah, it's a conspiracy, and I've man. seen and I've seen a co- and I've seen a couple of videos not to cut cut you off, you know. And I really went to the website, you know. You know, some people actually don't, you know, don't do that. They just read something and, say, and make their opinion. But yeah. I actually went to the website, you know, 
saw a couple of videos and the different tweets that were coming out of people defending Ryan Fest. You know, if even if it's if the finances are there and the misman you know mismanagement because of some reason that we that we don't know about the people that that foundation has affected in the positive says something you know so many people want to say we're helping the youth we want to do something for the youth but they don't do anything this is an artist who went full-time into this foundation and says there's you guys do not have to be out here and the and the circumstances you know write sing do art whatever it is express yourself in this safe haven and we and you know we'll give you the different tools to expand your your horizons and that's something to be said right especially in, in chicago man where you know anyone knows you know how rough it is there um, I mean, it's rough everywhere. There's places everywhere that are rough, but Chicago has had, you know, it's 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 run uh, with a lot of issues, man. Yeah. So that's so that's like I said, like we both said, read the article. Yeah, read the article and then, <laughs> and then hit us up about it because it's uh, you know you made it you put you put it all together well and you know you left me thinking like man something really fishy is going on here, man. I don't know. So uh, and like you said, hopefully it, it ends well. But those tweets and everything from Kim, it just got real weird. <laughs> yeah, and let's next time you see a Kim Kardashian rant, yeah, check out the 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 way the flow is. Yeah. Just, <laughs> so let, let's let's talk Kanye's album really quick, and then after that, I want to move into some of the other stuff um, okay. that we had here. But just really quick, since you know you mentioned, you know, it's pretty obvious. You know how much you you've loved Kanye's music, how much you've been a fan of him since the beginning. I you know, I as well have been a fan since the beginning. But you know, as things get crazier and weirder, and you know, you, he's he kind of starts to lose me a little bit. I again, you know, it's tough for me. Like it has been a lot of people. Some people haven't even listened to it. Um, just like totally not supporting it because of you know what's happened. I think I've read that it was number one on iTunes. I could be wrong now, but. Um, I think I read somewhere it was number one. I don't know if I'm off base on that, but um, no, you're right. <laughs> okay, I am, which is again weird because so many people keep talking bad about it. But again, controversy, you know, brings attention to it. So um, for me, it's been a little hard to kind of detach, you know, what's been going on, and then the music. And again, like I said earlier, it fe- it felt for me scattered. It felt like it wasn't. I-, I just didn't get that that Kanye album feel to it. And maybe again, maybe if I give it a year or give it a few months maybe i'll come back around on it but for me it's been a little rough um i'm curious since you know like i said i've heard your passion for kanye's you know music and everything up until this point you know again i know it's early you know it's still fresh it hasn't really been out for that long but in this moment i'm not a fan of the album what is your take on the album right now i can see why you're not a fan of the album because there's not a and you know it just didn't even feel like complete songs to me man (laughs) it it wasn't and i can and i can see why you're not a fan of it and i've listened to that album four times of course i didn't we won't say how i've listened to that album (laughs) but (laughs) but i've listened to that album four times the first time it did not get me it did not it did not connect with me it it just wasn't. It wasn't there. It wasn't nothing caught me. 
second time I sat down with the lyrics and listened to the music. The production is on point. Again, mm-hmm. Kanye does what Kanye does. Right. You know, either with himself or Mike Dean or whoever else contributes on the production side of things. So that I will say is on point. The lyrics, I feel Kanye is trying to say, trying to get his message out. And he's trying to be open about things. But I think it get lo- it gets lost. And excuse me. It gets lost because it's so scattered. You know, is this a, you know, you can say, you know, the vast majority of people say this is his bipolar album, you know, <laughs> talking about mental health and family right. and the dualities of, you know, is Kanye talking about, you know, trying to kill his alter ego is who is the real Kanye is those moments of vulnerability, the real Kanye, or is it this braggadocious, it, which is, would be his alter ego. We hear about, you know, him loving Kanye, you know Kim but then he talks about infidelity and you know it's all over the place so so if I had to give it out of a 10 I'm going to give it a 7 just because of the lyric just reading the lyrics and seeing where everything is going but it wouldn't be a hard 7 like if I had to say on, in his discography, and again, like like you said, maybe this is maybe his album's one of those slow burners. It may be middle of the pack to the lower end, and just because I feel like College Dropout, that was Kanye West. Right, exactly. That was Kanye West as this is me. Your first album is always going to be your best album because you spent your whole entire life for that moment this one is like i said later tier it feels like it's calabasas kanye but in terms of not the usual calabasas kanye i think that was shown in life of pablo Mm -hmm. right which i what do you think of life of pablo because that's the argument that i've seen so many people say they loved it others hate it i didn't like man like for me it's like College dropout, um, you know, late registration, graduation, my dark beautiful, you know, my beautiful dark twisted eight oh eights. Like that's where I'm at with Kanye. When we start getting into, you know, life of Pablo, even Yeezus a little bit, um, and now this for sure. Like he he he's losing me. I'm at like for this album and again. I don't know if I'm just being overly critical because of what's happening, but like even the Ti song, like I didn't really, I, it didn't, it didn't grab me, man. Like. Some oh, the, the Ti song, the Ti song, which is not on the album, they just put it out as a single. Yeah, that I bothered get. me. Even I didn't like it. Um, what you call it? Uh, Yay versus the people. That song was trash. I'm yeah, sorry. There was like all kinds of stuff on the album that just like I don't know, man. It just it just didn't work for me, and like it just didn't connect with me. And again, I don't know if it's because you know I'm con- I'm I'm connected to the old stuff that I liked a lot, or if I'm just you know judging it off of how he's been 
you know, acting as well. If I'm, if I'm, it's a duel, it's, I just it's feel a, like, listen, he said, he said he started a whole new album. Like he scrapped the whole thing he had, man, you should have kept whatever you had, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know what, what you scrapped, but this wasn't what you should have scrapped it for. In my opinion, like it just, it seems rushed. It seems like kind of just all put together all over the place. And I don't know, man, I'm speaking, not crazy and, about it. And speaking to that, it's funny that he's come out and said that he did have a line or or a couple of bars about the Trump stuff. Yep. But he took it off. For what, man? So on. so my whole thing, so which speaks again is, which we were just talking about is, if you're in support of Trump and this is how you feel, keep that same energy. You know. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. This is this is this is what you, this is what you said. Put in the music, but now it's like when it was time for people to actually cough up and put in money and everything. It was like okay, I should not be saying anything about this because it will, because I will lose fans. Right. He didn't go all in, man. He didn't go all in. So lyrics. So if we're gonna go by a breakdown of production lyrics and just overall the project production i would say is on point it's very minimalistic the you know the changes and the beat changes in some of the songs are very are nice are it fits it but the lyrics are shallow it's open he's vulnerable and again that paints the picture with the production you know because production can hide a lot of flaws, but when you go and actually read the lyrics and try to internalize it, there's not a lot of meat there. There's not a lot of substance no, there. There's not. You know, like last, I think both of you and me can, both of you and I can agree of, or excuse me, let me repeat that. I think both of us can agree that Last Call is one of Kanye West's best songs. Yeah. You know, it was just honest. I think was that ten, fifteen minutes, somewhere but around you, that. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but you got the, but you got. This is Kanye West. This is who I am. You know, this is my, this is my story. This is who I am. This album, again, besides the beats, which are very good. I can't, I can't. That seven is awfully high, Adrian. Man, that seven is awfully high. <laughs> let's, you know what? Let's 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 spl- let's play down the middle and call it six point five. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let that go. I'm gonna let it go. We're, let's 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 say six point five as of right now. I don't think that there's going to be a high replay value in that album, honestly. Besides maybe a few songs. You know, some people have called have called it, you know, this generation's thriller, or given it like eights out of tens and nines, and a, and called it a classic. I'm not there uh, yet. I think that's people just riding the hype train. I think if we really break it down and really absorb everything, is that really a great? project i won't even call it an album because it's only 22 minutes or whatever whatever the length is and i and that's one thing i hate about these you know the streaming eras that these small projects are being called albums yeah some people have even mentioned like right when you feel like you're starting to get into it it's over (laughs) you're like what happened here you know what i mean but 
you know, so, so you give it a 6.5, like you said, some people will give it higher, some people will give it lower. Um, I'm curious of this though, where do we go from here with Kanye West? Are people going to re-embrace him? Will people continue to disassociate themselves or kind of distance themselves from him? Um, because again, we've seen lots of rap artists, celebrities, um, everybody kind of distance himself from Kanye at this point. And then of course there's some who are still around, but, um, where do you think, what, what do you think the future holds for Kanye? Do you feel like he can, he, he fixes all this and, you know, it all becomes more clear or he kind of comes back down to earth? Or do you feel like he go, he continues on this path of, you know, distancing himself from, you know, I don't, I don't want to say ordinary people or, or, you know, ordinary thinking, but like just distance themselves, you know, continues to go down this path of, you know, where people are kind of looking at you like, man, what's really wrong with this guy right now? I honestly think we've already seen what's happening. A lot of people are shooting him bail because of the bipolar narrative. So you think that's going to save him? I think they're starting, they're starting to re-embrace him. Which speaks to the fickleness of fans, you know. I'm not I'm not one of those fans to fully embrace them because a question was pointed to me is if the good the whole good music lineup went on tour in the fall or the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to spend your money? I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I'm. I'm not spending. I'm not. I'm not coughing up my money for that. I'm sorry, you know. I'm not. And Kanye West is one of the main reasons. Now, I think if Kanye was to make a more focused project, which is where, what he, which is what he may have had before he went, you know, out here to try to prove a point. You know what I mean? Before he went and and, it, and you know got crazy with everybody and then felt like he had to. You know, make a whole album about it. Maybe he had that album, right? I mean, maybe it was there all along, and now he scrapped it for this, and that's what kind of disappoints I, me. I think, I think, th- and I think that might be, and I think that might be the case. And I think he may have had the. And again, sometimes you just need it's better to sit on something and get it, and you know, really fine tune it. And once it's done, it's done, and put it out for everyone to consume. I think with Kanye, he's that type of guy that the album could be done and it could be flawless, but then something just pops into his head and he just wants to just go with that and sees what happens when what you've already made is just as good, if not better. Right. So I think, and especially... Speaking about Kanye, we're, aren't we supposed to get a Kanye and Kid Cudi album this week? I think so. Well, who knows these days? Maybe he'll scrap that too. <laughs> who, who knows? And when he made that full lineup, I think all I think everyone's seen it at this point. When he made that full lineup saying this is what's coming out, good music, and we see and we see the whiteboard, and it was, you know, pushes done, a Kanye and Kid Cudi's album done, and but Kanye's album was only had like three songs done, and Nas's album was not even completed. Yeah, that is that says something because honestly, I didn't even think this album was going to come out on time after what happened with Pop with with Pablo. 
That's crazy, man. So, but honestly, I think if Kanye, I think if Kanye were to come out and make a focused project and maybe go a little bit more in depth of about what he's going through, you don't have to tell us, you know, every 24 hours of every day of what you're going through but a little bit more of we can connect with it back to the everyman and maybe even make it make a song saying i'm sorry right Right. of just saying i'm sorry if i hurt you i'm sorry if i offended you due to this i'm sorry you know to the fans you know and and you know, go back to the soulful Kanye a little bit. You know, there's nothing wrong with the production that he's doing now. That's, you know, that's his that's his wave right now. But sometimes you just got to go back in your bag and sometimes got to just say, look, <laughs> I messed up. I'm sorry. You know, I've been going through a lot. And for those I offended, I'm sorry. Right. You know, yeah. you don't have you don't have to go. You don't have to get on bend you know bended knees and beg for forgiveness and whatnot but if you can just say i understand for those who left me who've ridden with me from day one and because of my actions i've lost please you know accept this as my apology and as an olive branch if he was to do something with his production and get charlie wilson on the hook or crooning in the background, I think he, you know, people will be like, okay, you know, we're willing. But I think right now people are already trying to re-embrace him. Yeah, definitely some acknowledgement wouldn't help. But we'll see, man. The Kanye West and Kid Cudi, um, you know, Kid See Ghost, I, I think that'll be dope, man. Hopefully, you know, hopefully this was not some last-minute changes either. But if it's if it's the Cudi we know and the Kanye we love, um, you know, that should be a crazy dope album. But <laughs> It should be, but uh, again, lyrics-wise, I think we may get something. I think Cuddy is going to be carrying that whole entire album, and lyrics-wise, I don't think we're going to get that much substance. So, if we're rating, so let me ask you a question: with this whole good Fr- with this whole Good Friday rollout, we got Pusha, which. Mm-hmm would be which nice segue to the next topic we're going to be talking yeah. about you consider what do you think of push's album man i mean again i mean i think yeah obviously i would say it's better than kanye's so what and that song what would meek do were you were you really vibing with what kanye was saying Hmm. I don't know, man. Kanye's got me in a, a weird place right now, man. But, but like, just what your gut tells you. Just what your gut is telling you. Was the lyrics that Kanye was spitting on what would Meek do? Would that make you feel like you like you needed to hear this next album, which was which came out last week? Poop scoop, poop. <laughs> nah, I, I, it. Are you, you're basically saying, is it if I got that for the album, that kind of lyrics, would I be happier, right? I'm asking you from what on the anticipation level, right? When, what you heard 
from Daytona, from Daytona, production wise, I think got everybody yeah. hyped. Yeah. But when when it came down to Kanye's actual lyrics, did that make you anticipate his new album more, or just left you lukewarm? It left me neutral. It didn't. So, so then we're so then we're so then we're getting into Yay. And he's being more person. He's being more reflective. But did any of those lyrics make you anticipate the Kid Cudi and Kanye project? No, it it doesn't get me excited. I'm just. I guess I'm just hoping. I guess I'm just trying to find a silver lining here. You know, hoping that you know maybe there is some save. You know, some 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 something here to save this situation. Um, because I'm not used to being, you know, this disappointed from a Kanye album, if that makes sense. And I guess maybe I'm expected too much. I don't know what it is. Um, but with Cuddy, I love Cuddy too. I'm not going to lie. So that, you know, I've, I loved Cuddy's first album, you know, Man on the Moon and everything too. So, um, but again, I could be holding on to old things. It just ain't going to happen anymore. You know what I mean? Or maybe, maybe best case scenario we get a song that we just talked about of Kanye having an about face apologizing to fans we might we may and maybe and maybe it's Cuddy that can bring it out because like you said Man on the Moon was an amazing album ridiculously dope album and he was he was very open but wasn't of oh I'm the victim I'm this it was like look Plain Pat, Kanye, whoever the producers were on that project, painted the you know laid out a nice portrait, and Kitty just filled in the blanks with his words and his imagery, and you know his voice, you know, which made you say, okay, I can get behind Cuddy, I can get, I can understand what he's saying because I feel that way. I think with Kanye, he's lost so many people. Of the feel good factor of that everyman factor, right? So now with you know Kid Cudi and Kanye, does this fully make the whole narrative change again? Of saying okay, we were done with Kanye, screw him, is okay. Now we're understanding. Okay, Kanye, you can come back to the barbecue. Right. Once once you lose that that relatable trait, you kind of lose a lot of people. And yeah. so maybe we'll get that relation back. <laughs> maybe we'll get it. We'll see, man. We just have to kind of, you know, wait this one out and see what happens. You know. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to rush the judgment on it because of this. You know, because of yay. So I, we'll see. Yeah, and again, we may we may come we may come back out of it. You know, maybe six months. Maybe come back we'll to maybe we have the we give it six months. I think that's a fair timeline of just breaking everything down your you know your perceptions your thoughts on Kanye as the man you know change and maybe the music is starting to connect a little bit more right well we'll see where it goes man we you know we'll see we'll see what happens here hopefully you know there's a lot of stuff wrapped up in this like you like we said you know when we started this conversation and you know hopefully you know hopefully things are more real than we're hoping they're not you know, you know, we, we, there's a lot of, you know, conspiracy or scandal wrapped up in this. And hopefully, you know, I don't, I don't want to say hopefully like the bipolar thing is real, but I mean, 
you know, I don't, obviously I don't want to think that he's using it, you know, in, in that way that, you know, we mentioned earlier, possibly. Um, so hopefully, you know, Kanye gets everything worked out. Hopefully the music continues to get better. Hopefully this album makes more sense later, like you said, six months down the road. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. And, um, you know, everybody's going to speak their piece on it. But I think we gave it a good time, you know, not to rush to it and not to rush to each piece as it happened and just kind of talk about it all in one shot. Um, yeah, so, and we may said we may said a lot of unpopular opinions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious to see people's takes after that. Um, what I want to do though is I want I do want to jump to some other kind of drama that's going on, and not quite yet. This is the part of the conversation, everybody, that I told you about. This is where we split the conversation in two. So we are finished with the Kanye West discussion, episode 115, which depending on when you listen to this episode, it may be out already, it may not be. That's the episode where we'll talk about Drake, Pusha T, Takashi 69 kind of breaking all the rules in the industry at this point. Um, Instagram and its platform, how it's raised artists, you know, to unseen um, heights. That That is all on episode 115. So we'll, you, you will get to that episode or you can listen to it next if it's already there. Um, if not... Just be on the lookout for it. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. What can I say? Shout out again to Adrian. Because I split the episode in two, I do want to give you Adrian's um, Twitter handle in case you want to reach out to him for any reason at all. It's at A-D underscore G-A-S-K-I-N. Again, that's at A-D as in dog underscore G-A-S-K-I-N. We love to hear from you guys. So whether it's about Kanye West's album, whether it's about the situation that he brought up with Trump and everything, whether you think we should give Kanye some more chances, whether maybe you think we're going too crazy on Kanye, maybe we should let up a little bit, whatever it is, we want to hear from you. So you can either hit up Adrian, you can hit us up as always at Clock Dodgers on Instagram, Twitter, whatever your flavor is, you know where to find us. It ain't, it ain't hard to find us. It really ain't. And now I'm talking like Takashi 69 It ain't hard to find me. You know where I'm at? <laughs> I'm in the same place every day. It ain't hard to find me at Clock Dodgers. Real simple. I ain't spelling it out for you. If you can't spell Clock Dodgers, then you got bigger things to worry about in life. You know what I mean? So again, shout out to Adrian. Shout out to the you know the whole grassroots movement over there. You guys are are, are, are great. A good group of people. Shout out to all the Clock Dodger family. Um, again, if this was your first time listening, feel free to hit the subscribe button. We would love to see you back here again. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you think about this album. I want to hear if you think we, we, we need to let up on Kanye, let, it, let him breathe, or if we've given too many passes to Kanye. I want to hear your take on this. So feel free to reach out. All my hip-hop heads, all the pop culture heads out there, all the political heads, all the Kim Kardashian clan heads, whatever y'all are. Let's go ahead and end this episode, man. Let's go ahead and ride it out. You know how we do at the end of the episode. We play a song from an artist. This artist is actually Jay Nolan. Again, through the grassroots chat, I figure why not keep it, you know, why not keep it organic, Clock Dodgers and, and, and grassroots on this episode. So, um, you know, that's where that's where I first connected with Jay Nolan, too. So um, this is off of his album, Rise of Atlantis. The song is called Django. And... Um, Again, go check him out, Jay Nolan. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram. Both, uh, both of his uh, his his names are the same on each of them. So, um, it's real Jay Nolan. That's R E A L J N O L A N. Dope artist, uh, good music. Super passionate about it. You guys know passion is the key for me, man. When when I know you're passionate about something, I I rock with it. So, um, big time, big shout out to him. Um, go check out his music. Go check out 
um, you can actually get his music. Um, the, the, the best link is to check on, on his Instagram or his uh, Twitter, but it's on Audio Mac. Uh, and again, Rise of Atlantis, Jay Nolan, Django, let's go. Ten years, put it on the line. Started on corners, stepping harder times. Chasing the gold of some chabos, waiting for the vine. Snapping the moment, we was rapping to capture the moment. And nowadays, it's like I'm trying to rehash the components. Back for Potomac, getting back to my homies. We grinding from back of the coat to sack the trap. We disowned it, I'm in it. Why spirits plaguing my mind, got me so confused. Shooting the breeze, sipping wine, lit a open fuse. That's why I never got into drinking and smoking instead of leaning and talking. Y'all inner demons exposed that I'm writing. Trying to plead with my brothers for their behavior. Cause when you hit your teens, you desperately need a savior. Renegades that's been astray, can't talk to mama. Cause when you see they homes, you see that's who brought the drama. That's why we honor the rhymes. Cause they made a way out. And I'm still trying to find it day in and day out. Let's get it. Black horse, call me Django. My mind still shining when the chain don't. I ain't really stressing for the fame, no. Making real music for the bankroll. Black horse, call me Django. Django. My mind still shining when the chain don't. Chain don't. I ain't really stressing for the fame, no. Making real music for the bank. One in a million, that's the chances of making it. But I'm happily taking it to the casket and grave as I dream. Been through the rain, but it's no evaporating my scheme. Been contemplating doing dirt so I can make it out clean. My life story is unique, dog. You from my block, you either trying to smoke some weed or ball. Likely it's both, cause a scholarship ain't enticing when your mama need help. Cooking chickens ain't talking Tyson, cause your father ain't there. We put our fears to the side, hopping vehicles and ride. You ain't gotta have an ego to get killed over pride, dog. You see the movies, must have thought it was fiction. Well, in that case, you see the news, it ain't hardly much different. Do you believe in predetermination? Can you imagine pest control without extermination? I gotta ask, cause when you living with the roaches and rats, it's hard to find peace, and that ain't just for growing up black. Check the economy. Black horse, call me Django. My mind still shining when the chain don't. I ain't really stressing for the fame, no. Making real music for the bankroll. Black horse, call me Django. My mind still shining when the chain don't. Stressing for the fame, no. Making real music for the bank, yeah. Bro. Can you count up all the cracks that's in your concrete? How many times you lose before you went on Wall Street? Blood on my hands from counting the innocent lives we lost behind these enemy lines of war for empires like Terrence Howard. Scouting for manpower to give us us free. My sentences describe sentences, violence collides, images sent from the ignorance back when they listed from trees. To Ellie Lynch, I read his manuscripts and flipped them with ease. Money don't come around. All I got is time to read these policies while all these rappers argue about discographies. I'm trying to seize moments. Holding on to my scrolls like archaeology. Give death is coming. I'm trying to preserve my essence like astrology. Now vibe with me. Grew up like a screw up where they do up. Red and blue up through the sewer, got them shooters holding tools up. Spot the fold, lock and load, they sprouting out like tulips. Precipitation eliminate the participation rumors. You just get low like agriculture. Carry the toaster in this savage culture. Catastrophes bringing our families closer. Within the distance, witness memories rehashing. If anything, they had to remember me for my passion, especially in disasters. My positive thoughts produce courage in their cowardly hearts. Right from the start, I seen it clearly. Weaponizing my colony with ammo. If you feel misrepresented, take the time to change the channel. Uh. Black horse, call me Django. Django. My mind still shining when the chain don't. I ain't really stressing for the fame, no. Making real music for the bankroll. Black horse, call me Django. My mind still shining when the chain don't. I ain't really stressing for the fame, no. Making real music for the bankroll. R.I.P. the bankroll fresh. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.